Good morning and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, it's a college football Saturday and we got a lot of games in action today. And then, of course, we will give you our full National Football League card. We're on the last two Sundays. No pressure here, but we're 15 and four. A little nervous this week. Uh, 15 and four is a pretty good number over the last two weeks. And uh, hopefully we can live up to the hype in the building again this week. But um, last night, real quick, we lose $218.20. We had a couple golf wagers go final. We go 0-2 in college football. And in baseball, we go 1-1-1. On the football side, a couple things. Um, I'm not sure if Maryland just turned it over again during this podcast. Seven turnovers. That's how we're going to lose an under every time is when Maryland just keeps giving the ball to Iowa with a short field. How bad were the games last night for me? I offered to watch a chick flick with my wife before halftime. Yes, during the season, of course, because my wife does not enjoy football season. I'm lazy. I sit on the couch. I don't leave for like two, three days, right? Yeah, it was one of those times where it's like, okay, I'm going to give in. I'm going to give you some time. Ended up watching some TV, went to the hot tub. Yeah, because those football games were not worth watching. It was uncompetitive, and it was embarrassing. Tulsa, I am embarrassed with what you did at home last night. But that's yesterday. Uh, real quick, let's recap our college football card for today. Uh, we have LSU minus four against Auburn. Wisconsin minus two over, or Wisconsin minus one over Michigan. Those are our two system plays that we had. Our early release games going off today, we have seven of them. Notre Dame and Cincinnati over the 50 and a half. Eastern Michigan and Northern Illinois over 62 and a half. South Carolina and Troy under 45 and a half. Nebraska and Northwestern under 50. Air Force minus 10 and a half at New Mexico. Army minus seven against Ball State. And Central Florida minus 15 and a half against Navy. And if those lines vary significantly from what you're getting, uh, remember, we locked them in on the early release podcast on Tuesday. And then our additional college football games that we added yesterday, we have four of them going off tonight. UCLA minus three against Arizona State. Memphis minus 11 over Temple. California minus seven and a half against Washington State. And Florida, the Gators laying seven and a half at Kentucky. Now, without further ado, let's get to the card for the National Football League. Let's start with Tennessee and the New York Jets. The Titans are 2-1 straight up, 2-1 against the number, and 2-1 to the under. They lost 38-13 to Arizona, beat Seattle 33-30, and beat Indianapolis 25-16. The Titans are averaging 23 points per game. Totals have averaged 51. But now there's no Julio Jones and no A.J. Brown today. Meanwhile, the Jets 0-3 straight up, 0-3 against the spread, and 3-0 and to the under. They lost 19-14 at Carolina, lost 25-6 to New England, and lost at Denver last week 26-0. 20 points scored in three games with an average total of 30. This total is an increase for the Jets compared to the, their last two games. The line is six and a half. So it will need to be ugly for the Jets to keep it around the number. I don't see this Jets team scoring 21 plus, 
after only scoring 20 points in their first three games. If they do, so be it. I'll believe it when I see it. So give me the under yet again. We're going to ride the trend with the Jets and the unders until they can prove to me that they have an offense. Tennessee and New York under the 45 and a half. 44 and a half, excuse me, 44 and a half. I wanted one more point there, I guess. 44 and a half. Next up on the card, we have the Saints and the Giants under 42. The Saints are 2-0 straight up, 2-1 against the spread, and 3-0 to the under. They beat Green Bay 38-3, lost 26-7 to Carolina, and then beat New England 28-13. All three games would have finished under this number. Meanwhile, the Giants are 0-3 straight up, 1-2 against the spread, and 2-1 to the under. They lost 27-13 to Denver, lost 30-29 to Washington, and then last week in an ugly game, they lost 17-14 to Atlanta. Two of three would have gone under this number. The Giants today or on Sunday are still going to be without Shepard, Slayton, and some guy on the offensive line. Coaches are coaching for their jobs. Desperation might set in here. They could get a little bit overly aggressive and create both good and bad big plays, but I'll bet against it again this week. I'll take the under 42 as the play. Next up on the card, we go to Buffalo, where the Texans and the Bills are going to do battle. The Bills are 2-1 and one straight up and against the spread. They're 2-1 and one to the under. They lost to Pittsburgh 23-16. to 16. They beat Miami 35-0, and they beat Washington 43-21. Meanwhile, the Texans are 1-2 straight up, 2-1 against the spread, 2-1 to the over. They beat Jacksonville 37-21, lost 31-21 to Cleveland, and then lost 24-9 to Carolina. Rookie quarterback David Mills starts his first road game against the Buffalo D. Did you watch that Carolina with him starting? That Carolina game with him starting? I could never play the over in this one. The Bills will need to score 38 or more for this one to go over. I trust the Houston D to prevent that. I'll take the under and hope for no defensive touchdowns. Next up on the card, we go to Minnesota, where the Vikings host the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are 2-1 and one straight up, 2-1 and one against the spread. They lost 33-29 at Kansas City, beat, beat Houston 31-21, and beat Chicago 26-6. Meanwhile, the Vikings are 1-2 straight up, 2-1 against the number. They lost an OT to Cincinnati 27-24, lost a heartbreaker at Arizona 34-33, and then bounced back nicely last week, beating Seattle 30-17. Believe it or not, Kirk Cousins is having a great year so far. Fourth best QBR rating in all of football. Eight touchdowns, no INT so far. Delvin Cook is likely to be back this week for the Vikings. So I'll take Minnesota plus the two at home against Cleveland. Next up on the card, we're embarrassed with this play, but we're going to play it anyway. The Dolphins are one and two straight up, two and one against the spread. They beat New England 17-16, lost 35-0 to Buffalo. And then last week had a very hard-fought loss in Las Vegas, losing an OT 31-28. Meanwhile, the Colts are 0-3 straight up, 1-2 against the spread. They lost 28-16 to Seattle, lost to the Rams 27-24, and then lost last week at Tennessee 25-16. What do I see in this one? 
Not sure. Colts have a huge injury list, but I have this feeling Frank Wright can circle the wagons and beat his former QB in Jacoby Brissett. I'll take the Colts on the road, plus two against the Dolphins. Next up, we go to the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, where the Chiefs are laying seven points against the Eagles. Chiefs on the year, one and two straight up, 0 and three against the spread. They are ice cold against the spread, by the way, going over two years. Uh, they beat Cleveland uh, 33-29, lost 36-35 to Baltimore, and lost to the Chargers 30-24. Meanwhile, the Eagles are 1-2 and two straight up and 1-2 and two against the spread. They beat Atlanta 32-6, lost 17-11 to to San Fran, and lost 41-21 at Dallas in a very ugly performance Monday night for all of us that watched that one. I hate laying seven on the road. But Kansas City's coming off of back-to-back straight-up losses. This is an elite team. I think they get healthy this week in Philadelphia. I think they can run up the score as Andy Reid comes home again to play the Eagles. So I'll take the Chiefs minus the seven. Next up on the card, we go to Denver, the mile-high city, where the Ravens are 2-1 and one straight up, 1-2 and two against the spread. They lost 33-27 to 27 to Las Vegas in the opener then beat Kansas City 36-35, and then thanks to the bounce kick off the crossbar from a short one, 66 yards away, beat Detroit 19-17. Meanwhile, the Broncos are 3-0 straight up and against the spread. They beat the New York football Giants 27-13, beat Jacksonville 23-13, and beat something called the New York Jets 26-0. Denver looks like the Maryland resume to me. Maybe that's impacting this pick. Daniel Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, now Lamar Jackson. Seems like a a change in class, right? And I think they're stepping out of their league here. I can't trust Denver yet, given who they've played. So I'll take the Ravens in their third road game of the season in a pick at Denver. And then the game that has been hyped and hyped and hyped and hyped this week. New England and Tampa Bay. Patriots are one and two straight up and against the spread, three and O to the under. They lost 17-16 to Miami, beat the Jets 25-6, and lost 28-13 to New Orleans. Meanwhile, the Buccaneers are two and one straight up, one and two against the spread. All three games for them have gone over the total. They beat Dallas 31-29, beat Atlanta. 48 to 25 and lost at Los Angeles last week, 34 to 24. Both teams circled this game before the season. We know that it's the biggest story of the year. Tampa has nine of the 10 best players on the field, and this could easily be a blowout. But I woke up this morning and the line had moved on my side anyway, from seven to seven and a half. I will take Bill Belichick plus seven and a half at home over Tom Brady in the box. So Patriots plus seven and a half is my play in the game that everyone's talking about. There we go. There's our National Football League card. Did I just do it again? Yes, I did. The National Football League. There we go. We're going to get that right. Uh, Let's give you the eight plays again. We have Tennessee and the Jets under 44 and a half. The Saints and the Giants, under 42. The Texans and the Bills, under 47. You see the trend there. We're betting against certain quarterbacks. We don't like Zach Wilson. 
We don't like Daniel Jones, and we don't like somebody called David Mills. So we're just playing that trend, three quarterbacks that we think are still struggling, and we're going to play them in games that will go under the number. Then on the sides, we have the Vikings, plus two over Cleveland, the Colts, plus two over Miami, the Chiefs, minus seven over Philadelphia, the Ravens in a pick over Denver, and the Patriots, plus seven and a half against Tampa Bay. And this week, we're going to give you our survivor pick on Saturday. Not going to wait till Sunday for you. Uh, our survivor pick this week is the Saints over the Giants. So we're going to use up New Orleans this week in the survivor pick. And right now, looking at the board, 31% are out of the league. So I'm in that final 69% now. And hopefully, we'll get some upsets in some other games. Boy, if Buffalo could go down as a 16.5-point favorite this week, that would have really helped the survivor league, I think. Um, so maybe I should be che uh, cheering for David Mills and uh, the Texans. But now I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, Saints over Giants, that's our survivor pick. Now, let's get to Major League Baseball. Oh, the card today. It is taking every ounce of discipline I have not to play the Yankee game today. The Rays have that stud rookie pitching, and he's an underdog. And I'm not going to play it because I promised you on this podcast, I'm done playing the Yankees for the regular season. I got that caveat out there, the regular season. Next week's the playoffs. We're going to have to play the game. Okay, so here we go. Uh, our three baseball plays today, we're going to lead off with the Mariners minus one and a half over the Angels. We get it on the plus side at plus 115. Chris Flexen starts for Seattle. This is a must-win game. He's 2-0 with a 2.00 ERA in his three starts year-to-date against the Angels. He has a 3.67 ERA overall. Meanwhile, Jonathan Diaz will make his first career start. Two appearances so far this season. Pitched well last time out against Seattle, but it was a 14-1 game. No pressure situation. That changes today. Mariners need this win after last night. Mariners minus the one and a half over Los Angeles. North of the border we go. Jays and the O's. Last night we pushed on the total. Tonight, no chance for a push because the total's eight and a half, and we're going under the number. Uh, means goes for Baltimore, 2.78 ERA in September over 29 and a third innings. Mohana goes for Toronto, 3.89 ERA in September. His last home start was eight shutout innings against Tampa Bay. Hope to get some of the same today. Let's go the under eight and a half and hope that Baltimore bullpen can hold up for at least one more day. And then in our final baseball play of the day, we're going to go the Red Sox, minus one and a half over the Nationals. We get this one on the plus side at plus 105. Josiah Gray goes for Washington. I don't like these numbers. He's got a 5.85 ERA year to date. His September ERA, a very juicy 7.81. Boston is using the opener today, so it's going to be a bullpen day for the Red Sox, but the Nationals aren't hitting to begin with. This is a must win for Boston. They're going against the pitcher that might hit their bats. So I'm going to play Boston minus one and a half. So you have three pack for baseball. Once again, Mariners minus one and a half over the Angels at a plus 115. Boston minus one and a half over Washington at a plus 105. And then the Jays and the O's to stay under eight and a half. There you go. That's your card. Lots of action in play today. We once again have 13 college football games, three major league baseball games, and now you have the eight-pack for Sunday where we try to add on to that 15-4 and four run on Sunday cards in the National Football League. As always, thank you for joining us. 
And remember, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.